0: Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. Today we are back with our coverage of episode eight of Peacock's own vampire academy and binge town's own vampire academy because we love the show. This episode was really good. My favorite thing was the queen just absolutely having a ball. This queen, this queen was like, This is the funnest shit of all time. I'm just gonna like have chaos in front of me. It's totally hunger games. The crowds were going wild. I love it. The music in this was like clubbing, twerking, like every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, oh, oh." it's so good. The music in this, this, whoever scored this is was great. But overall, I love the episode. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's a trademark of a Julie Plex show. The music was always on point in Vampire Diaries, so I held it to a high bar and they're they're killing it here. And yeah, the royals really do like to get down with their kind of just like thumping bass music. Doesn't matter if they're electing a new monarch, but the episode as a whole was pretty good. I think uh, I don't even know how to rate it compared to the others. I can tell you that it wasn't my favorite. Um, yeah. I was the one that sent the tweet from the Benchtown uh, <laughs> account that got some love, yeah. and that was I don't think I could put into words how I was feeling more. I was just so disappointed in Dimitri. Like every decision he made this episode, I was just like, oh, come on, dude, just turn it around. But yeah, so he's going through it right now. And that was a little frustrating to watch. But overall, you know, the stakes are still high. Um, We saw Sonia. That was a wild way to end this episode, but Maybe I did like this episode now that I'm talking about (laughs) it. There was a lot to like. Uh, So, yeah, I'm just excited to get into it. Paul, how about you?
2: Yeah, a bunch of no like huge moment except like the end reveal, obviously. But there was like a bunch of like really good moments here and there. Um, Sorry if I sound a little different. There's so many Philadelphia sports that are winning lately that it's hard to it's hard to keep up with all the yelling. Um, But, yeah, the vibe I was getting from this episode is nobody can be happy. that that was about it. Like everybody's like sad, depressed, alone. Like nobody, yeah. besides the queen, exactly what you were saying, Kathleen, she's like, dude, it's fucking fight night. Like, let's get it. (laughs) Um, it it was awesome. Um, trials, you know, it was cool. Yeah. It could have been a little bit cooler, but obviously that wasn't like the main point of the episode. So I didn't really mind that we didn't waste a whole lot of time on like the the craziness of like the first one. Um, but it was a, definitely advances the story in like a oh shit how the hell is this going to end up way now
1: last thing i want to say is it was a really good episode for mason who i've been hating on in our previous coverage but mm-hmm. i strong episode for him
0: yeah, good day a, to be a mason fan which i am
1: for <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> uh, for i was more. a
2: bigger demetri fan than mason and i'm just going well, to
1: i'm in the complete middle
2: denial of what happened, or I'm a genius for my theory coming up. So
0: all right, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to it. This episode was all over the place in terms of the scenes just rapidly ripping through characters, no real buckets. So we're gonna bucket them ourselves. Um, so as we go through, it might seem like we're jumping around, but it's really just to get cohesive conversation going. But we'll start at Sonia's victim, the feeder on the ground, absolutely gnarled neck. It's not just two bite marks. It's like she was chomping on that neck. uh She was really eating at that carotid. You know what I mean? Yeah. um But Victor's keeping this a secret like fully <laughs> every turn. He's like, just you just missed her. I was on the phone. She's been shopping all day. She's having a great day. She was at Starbucks. He's just like lying constantly. And it's like uh, where what, since when has Sonia ever just been like off on her own, like where no one can find her? You know,
2: yeah. yeah. Like what and was his
1: End goal here. Robert and Mia knew something was up. I feel like, but Victor just probably had too much on his plate with the candidacy and everything that he was just trying to like fake it till he made it. Um, and he was really—I feel like he was partly trying to convince himself that Sonya's okay. Just like get through this election, whatever. We'll deal with Sonya later. Fingers crossed, she's okay. But well, yeah, I didn't like the lying. (laughs)
2: My thing I was getting from this is like, what's your what's your plan here, buddy? Like. You needed Sonya to survive, like you needed her healing constantly. Unless you're going to have like another uh, like health attack. I don't even know what it is, but it's something in his head. But uh, it's like, all right, if Sonya's gone, you're not going to be able to heal. So what are you going to do? Get on the throne and die like two weeks later? So I, I don't know what's uh what's going to happen here.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we'll get to it more because it's going to come back to bite him in the absolute ass. So. The queen is having a grand old time running the trials. Like we said, she's, she's cracking me up this episode. Um, She announces that the first is um, a physical test, right? It's a, what do they, she call it.
2: They battled the elements. Yeah. Um, Physical
0: endurance and braving the four elements.
2: Yeah. Which it was more like a miming competition because (laughs) they were both like fighting the wind or whatever but it literally yeah. just looked like they were like in our marceau marceau movie
1: they really brushed over the first trial we like see them in the middle of it and then they just say oh tatiana is the winner and they never really fully described why like smoke is coming out of that pillar to mm-hmm. signify yeah. someone winning yeah. that was kind of weird but i was about it
2: yeah that's it was a Decently cool signal. You know, it's like the Pope whenever the Pope gets announced and stuff like that.
0: So Tatiana wins again, very brushed over. We come in the middle of it. And then later we get that the next one is trial by proxy, which is so fucking sick. I actually... This one, whatever, I actually really enjoyed both the proxy and the reverie one later. I really enjoyed both of those. Um, But for now, let's hop away from the trials for a second to Rose just being absolutely like banged up at a bar. She is just getting fucked up. She's seeing Shrigoy, And then our boy Mason comes to the rescue for the first time tonight. He did have a really good episode. I love Mason. (laughs) I
1: love that boy. <laughs> Yeah, this episode they were just highlighting that he is like the good guy in all of yeah. this, you know, if Dimitri's like the bad jacked guy Mason's just like <laughs> your best friend you know, that you yeah. probably want to friend zone, but he's always there for you
2: I was definitely saying earlier like I hate love triangles because one gets hurt and I was thinking Mason's definitely gonna be the one that gets hurt but fuck man, Mason might be the happy one and like Dimitri Dimitri's fine, he can handle it, he's a rock he can, he can get hurt
0: yep so moving forward to <laughs> Meredith and Christian uh, they're they're trying to hone in on Christian's like battle skills with his fire. So that's what they're doing. they're in training. Meredith's kind of um sad about Mia. She's asking about her. she's obviously been mia at that point. Um, later we get a scene with with them together, Mia me and Meredith for the first time. It's weird to me that they just like haven't really seen each other for a while. I know they say like, She's been busy with Victor in the trials, but Meredith basically her whole thing is that she thinks Mia's is going back to her old ways of being like with the Richie Rich gang and she doesn't like it that much. But I'm like, I'm kind of like Meredith's just scared and like judging her too quickly. I think I think Mia is genuinely just helping her dad.
1: It was okay for her to have those concerns, but then when they finally got to meet face to face, Mia was just like, Oh my gosh, life's been crazy. It's so great to see you. And Meredith still like completely blew her off. So like she is if she is afraid of Mia leaving her for like the royal life, like she is making that theory come true by giving her the cold shoulder. Like she's gonna turn back into a bitch if she doesn't have you be her like girlfriend meredith she yeah. needs you
2: she was definitely leaning into it and like pushing me away like that and you, i couldn't tell if it was like just insecure or just scared like kathleen was saying like scared she's gonna lose me up um but i was like dude mia went to the hospital to see you to make out with you like that's <laughs> obviously a sign that she wants to smooch some more
1: now with recent sonia developments i feel like mia's first move is going to go to meredith and be like listen my sister's a stragoi now like i need you like you are going to be my rock meredith and meredith's gonna be like oh okay mia come here this this is not going to last too long this Mia and meredith strive.
0: no we stand we stand these two they'll be together it'll Mm -hmm. be fine um, and now we have, speaking of love, and people are meant to be, Lissa just walks in and blurts out, Will you marry me? <laughs>
1: like, so
0: romantic. Awesome. I will say that in the previous episodes, I was saying that Lissa's character, the stuff they were giving her was boring me. I think she had a better episode, this one. I think, um, especially the scene later she has with Christian when she kind of breaks up with him, but not. And then the scene she has with Rose in the in her own, like the flashback memory, I loved both of those. And I thought Lissa had a come up episode this one. Um, but the will you marry me thing made me like laugh out loud. And then later you get a you get a quick scene with Christian kind of telling Lissa why he broke it off with her in the first place to keep her safe. He, she realized that Rose knew the whole time as well, which like made her like, wow, she's never kept a secret from me. And then the next scene with these two Lissa's crying, which I thought was a really good scene. She's crying about how she thought about her wedding as as one girl does, as all girls do. Mm -hmm. She was thinking about her wedding her old life. The groom was always a mystery, but Rose was always the constant. Of course, she's having this kind of shotgun wedding. (laughs) And Rose obviously doesn't even know she has a betrothed. So she's just upset. But Christian comes up like a boss and is like, listen, I know you keep saying like this is just a marriage for not for love type it's of a deal. Fake wedding. Yeah, it's a fake wedding. But for me, it's going to be real and I'll be there for you. And I thought that was really sweet. And I like these two together a lot. And especially at the end, I was like, this can't last through the season. Again, just like you said with me and Meredith, I'm like, they're going to be back together by the end of the season. What do you guys think about that whole spiel?
1: So in one of the scenes, Lyssa kind of, she, what do I have in my notes? She essentially acknowledges that Rose is always there defending her, like, and she's really done nothing for herself. She's like, Oh, once again, Rose is just protecting me with this whole like conspiracy theory that the guardians are working out. And like, I'm once again out of the loop and she's just trying to protect me. That was like my, biggest thing with Lissa. I'm just like, she doesn't really do anything and she just needs everybody else for help. So to see her acknowledge that and be like, I, I want to get myself in the game. That's big thumbs up for Lissa for me. Um, But then it was kind of boneheaded where she was just literally talking to Christian saying, I always imagined Rose would be there. And now I just feel so lonely. And he's just like, girl, like you're getting married to me. We're in this <laughs> together. You yep. are not alone, you idiot. So like, come on, Lissa. just like stop being so emotional, like lean on Christian, lean on your boys, but like also don't lean on them too much. I'm so judgmental of She's <laughs> probably unhealthy, but like I am, yeah. she's our protagonist, you know, I expect and a lot.
2: She's also been through like seven different traumatizing experiences. So like the big thing was that. Uh, Christian even asked like oh what was with that list of eligible candidates and she was like well turns out you have just enough dragomir blood to like get my quorum back so um that was cool I didn't see I didn't think he was like dragomir at all but that's really cool how do um, they know that
0: how do they know that he what how, what amount of blood he has you know what it's what I'm like I mean
2: 23 they in me, yeah. yeah except for vamps I yeah I guess they just have crazy family trees and all the history and like boil it down but it's nuts
0: Another quick lore thing. This world is steeped with lore. The lore is in order for them to get married, they have to perform these three rites, blood marking ceremony under the eyes of monks, which I had tweeted. And then someone on Twitter had forwarded me another like popular uh, Vampire Academy tweet that this was just like, Damon and Rhaenyra's wedding, the blood. I was seeing so much blood on people's faces in the shows (laughs) we're covering recently. Midnight Mass has got blood all over them as well. So that was cool. Then we got exchange of gifts to where Christian says easy enough. And then ceremonial announcement of betrothal, which was so good at um, the trials by proxy, which I fucking loved. I thought that was like such a I mean, Christian being like, You're going to be mad at me. Like, right before I'm like, just keep it to yourself. Just get the girl and then tell her. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I appreciate it because she could have been a little upset. She finds out afterwards that, like, you know, my parents killed your parents and family. But, like, he was trying to do the right thing. But exactly, it's just the worst moment. And what I was going to say earlier was who do you guys ship harder as a couple, Christian and Lisa or Mia and Meredith? Because we were just up talking about both these couples and how much we love them both.
0: I need I need Mia and Meredith to have more because you know I'm biased as hell. As the binge town queer I love these two. They're the best. But Lissa and Christian are like like Romeo and Juliet, right? They're not supposed to be together. They can't be together, but they're they're eventually going to end up together. And I really like it. I think I like Christian's side of it more than I like Lissa's, honestly. Lissa's just like, whatever benefits her, she's like, okay. It doesn't feel to me. Um, But I I still like Lissa. So I guess I'll say Lissa and Christian. That was really long-winded. Brian, what do you think?
1: (laughs) I think Meredith and Mia, their relationship is just easier. Christian and Lissa, like... Every single time they want to be together, they're just like, oh, this is in the way. This is in the way. Meredith and Mia, just like be together and let it be easy. You two like each other. Like, I'm digging it. I ship them both. Both are. Yes, correct. Grouped couples in my eyes.
0: I will say that we're not getting there yet. But in the trial by proxy, when people are getting announced, like during before we even get to Christian and Alyssa, you're just kind of like looking at these clowns in the ring like it's wacky a lot of the couples that they announced were same sex or at least one was same sex couples like lady, blah, blah, blah and lady, blah, 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 which I was mm. like, go off. I love that this world is very like willy nilly. Who cares about sexual orientation and who's with who? I like that a lot about this, their little um, kingdom. There's not much I like about the politics of this place, but I do like that.
2: Yeah, that was definitely cool. It's just like not a factor there It's That's like everything is normal. And I love that too, that they were, when they would announce somebody and like, it would say like lady and her, like, yeah. I forget the actual yes, verbiage, but what it was, was. like, that's it was like they m- said. her mister. It's like not mistress because it's a dude, but like <laughs> he didn't, he, they weren't married. So like, they wouldn't say his name and they were just like lady, what so-and-so and her male guest. It's like, damn dude, not even saying <laughs> their name. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: What? Vampires freak around for sure. They do. Yeah. as
0: they should, as I
1: actually forward think
0: <laughs> anyway. So let's sh- kind of switch gears to the Strigoi talk. Now, this is like season stuff. This is big plot stuff that they're talking about. A lot of it is stuff that we already knew, but I'm glad that the, our characters are finally coming to. So this is like Meredith, Mason and Rose discussing the Shrigoi and how they're more sentient than people think and they're planning shit and I like that they're finally getting together and then later when Christian jumps in and they're kind of like like Christian's like I think it's my fucking parents eventually but I like yeah. love the plotting and then they're like what if the accident wasn't an accident because basically they're saying these Shrigoi attacks were going after every dragon mirror what the fuck does a stragoi care about that? They're supposed to be feral. They should be just killing willy nilly whoever they want just to feed, just to whatever. But they're actually targeting people just like they followed them last episode or the episode before around when they shouldn't have been following them because they should be feral. So I'm glad that they were finally coming to like, what if the accident wasn't an accident? Like, doy, We knew that since day one.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that and I think it's just important that they're shifting the focus from why are they Like Christian's parents are trying to get after Christian and they're just like, wait a second, they're not really targeting him. They've been targeting Lissa and shifting the focus like, okay, who has anything to gain from getting rid of Lissa and the Dragomirs as a whole? Um, And in that way, they can kind of like redefine the search if you will so they start thinking okay it's probably someone from the elementalist camp and that leads them to wait a second maybe jesse zeklos he can get in and out of the wards maybe he's been the one that's been shuttling these gifts and that was such a great scene where christian (laughs) confronts jesse yeah
2: I i was like i know you're yelling and trying to be intimidating but like yeah, Jesse, not. Jesse's not <laughs> having it, dude. Uh, he's just like, dude, I want to get my luggage back in, and it wasn't me, okay? Uh, yeah, that was that was definitely funny.
0: I liked this self aware moment from Jesse to be like, "You think I'm gonna stick my neck out for somebody? Like, get get real. I'm not. You know, I'm not." And then and then everyone's like, "Yeah, you're right. Couldn't be him." <laughs> it was good. I hate Jesse, but it was good. I really thought they and he could. There's two episodes left, so we still could, but. I really thought we were going to get so much more character growth out of Jesse. They were like, I, cause I really thought he was going to marry Lissa. Like I thought that was, that was done and that they really Dane. threw a curveball.
1: Well, Dane, his dad did say that he was going to punish him if the marriage fell through. So I feel like that boot still has to drop and that could be an opportunity for character growth. Maybe mm-hmm. he punches his dad again. <clears throat> I would love I was- that.
2: I'm still waiting for the Shyamalanian twist that makes him a good character. Like, we're all rooting for Jesse at the end of the season.
0: Yeah. Okay, now here is where all of our blood starts boiling. Tatiana and Dimitri in the church. Mm. And this is where I knew they're going to kiss, especially because I was late to watch the episode. And all I was seeing was on Twitter, like, just all the like, first of all, love all the reactions on Twitter. Love everyone talking to us on Twitter. It's so fun. Love the chat. So thanks for tweeting at us. Keep doing it. (laughs) We love it anyway. They're in the church and everyone's tweeting like, you're going to become a blank hater like they were redacting the name, which was very nice for spoilers. And then Brian tweeted that thing and I was like, fuck, he's going to bang Tatiana. But they're just talking about faith. That's how they're connecting their faith. And basically they're being like, no one comes to the church anymore. And we do. And they're connecting over that. And Dimitri's whole thing is, and you know, on my second watch, which I watched right before this, I was kind of I had some empathy for Dimitri, especially when he talks to Rose about the before the proxy and he's like, Basically, like you have all this privilege. You were raised by and with a like a royal Maroi family. That's lucky. Like I've endured more. I've had to like the only thing that's gotten me through it is my faith. So he's really having an internal battle. I don't think I'm as my hot take is I don't think I'm as mad about this as everyone else is, because I think it's because Rose beat him. (laughs) He Beat the shit out of Rose. I would be like, holy fuck.
2: Yeah, I think but everybody would be,
0: I think it, I mean, we, we can kind of open it up because next yeah. is right before the trial is this Rose and Dimitri conversation. So whatever you have to say about the two of them.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. Let me, let me get in there before Brian rips my boy, Dimitri. <laughs> fight. Um, sure. But, yeah, like, the, he's in the church, and, like, he was just told last episode that there's, like, another element, and so everything he's been raised and believes in is, like, going to come crumbling down, like, his faith is basically not true, so, like, he goes to the church, and he's, like, praying, he says, like, you know... uh It's a shame nobody prays anymore. And to be honest, I've been having, like, you know, questioning of my faith. And Tatiana's like, oh, that's so weird. That's like, I'm here and you're here at the same time. Like, maybe it's fate. Uh, I need somebody to fight for me. You're a great fighter. That's so crazy. Why don't you just fight for me? Um, And the way that Dimitri says it later on, we don't really see Tatiana ask him. And he says, like, I do what I'm told. So, like, I hope in the back of my mind, she's like, I need you to be my fight of proxy, not like will you be and give him the choice because if he was given the choice and he still did it that would have been like yeah right, bro what the hell
0: that's a good point that we didn't see the ask
1: that's true um i really liked that dimitri's initial question to tatiana when they kind of started dialogue was you know what you're allowed to be friends with dampier now like aren't you supposed to not be talking to me or treat me like garbage? And she was just like, Hey, that ideology of mine is rooted in faith. The same faith that like you revolve your entire life around. So we are kind of like two sides of the same coin here, my ideology and like how you compose yourself. Um, And I kind of got to eat crow here because I've been begging for dimitri to just be like stick to his duty above rose and boy we had it on full display here this episode <laughs> <Yep>. and uh <laughs> i must say i did not care for it one bit <laughs> think of your You'll mind to- Ryan. <laughs> yeah i don't know well like duty and faith are two different things to me but i feel like in this world the faith and your duty are one and the same um So, yeah, not much else to say about that. I I just did not care for Dimitri's reasoning here. I I didn't like that. He was so easily manipulated by Tatiana, nor how I guess it didn't happen quick or easily, but like how quickly he let go of Rose like that. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, okay. right before I want to get into the fight, but right before that, we just got to say like Rose beelining lining to Victor after she learns that uh, he's Dimitri is Tatiana's champion. And it is like <laughs> I, pick me, choose me, love me like big beats. This guy up in two seconds, f- 50, and 0 fucking throws him <laughs> over yeah, her shoulder. She's, she's like, who's like, your
1: boy? This chump. Whoop. <laughs> See how see how quick that just happened, literally. (laughs) Yeah, it
2: reminds me of like the the family guy episode where Meg comes home from prison. She's like, Who's the biggest, (laughs) toughest guy here? And Peter's like, That would be me. She gets a (laughs) shit beat out of him immediately. Um, it it was great. And I was like, Fuck yeah, Rose, that was that was badass.
1: I know my way around a joke. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, all right, who's the funniest? Yeah, all
1: right.
2: Um, but I also (laughs) appreciate Victor, like how are you going to say no to that after you just like, she came in with that fire she was like, I know how he thinks I know how he fights. Like she was definitely the right choice. Plus, you know, the mental mind game totally worked out hundred percent.
0: Perfect. So let's talk about that. Do he let her win? Yes.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. So what I was getting, if we're already in the, if we're jumping into the trial, Mm -hmm. um, So like he was when he was telling that story, you know, I was young and then something snapped and then I was just like my father and beat the shit out of him. Um, He like threw one one punch and really sent rush flying and then he kind of like paused and I was getting vibes like, oh, shit, he's like remembering what it felt like to be like that, that animal like he doesn't like himself when he's like that. So after that one punch, he just kind of like froze up and I was like, fuck, I'm not going to fight back.
0: That was a finishing punch.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he, le- uh, she got he up. let up that was insane. She got up no blood anyway. She was like good to go. I was like, God damn, Rose, you're you're a fucking tank. Yeah.
1: yeah, he let the dog off the leash and then he put it right back on the leash after that. He was just like, Nope, 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 nope can't do it um and that oh my gosh rose's finishing move the like quadruple horizontal spin like <laughs> yeah. doesn't get much better than that there is no getting up from that kick uh, he just closes so
2: pretty- his eyes he just closes his eyes and takes it yeah kind of cool. c- badass in its own way for dimitri you
0: know yeah. just
2: making up his mind and sitting there and taking it but
0: what do you think about at the end when she was just whomping on him and everyone's in the crowd just being like uh, like it was obviously personal. What, yeah. like these two have fucked each other? Obviously,
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Someone gonna stop this. Like, there's no reverie at all. The queen's just chilling there next to the gong, like, just it. blood everywhere with every punch. Like, I don't know. that was just it was brutal.
0: Yeah, it really was. It was brutal. Anyway, so now we're moving past this. Mason, this is one of my favorite scenes, and just like a cool world thing so mason tricks Rose into talking to lissa after the fight right He she's pissed mm-hmm. but he's like just fucking do it okay he's good for her he mm. is I like he's
2: him. like you're a fucking mess everybody knows that you know you're a fucking mess just go talk to her
0: and our girl silver who is jesse zeklos's ex is the one who does this like memory walk thing which is cool this girl is all over the place same girl same girl. Yeah. yeah. silver? Wow,
1: okay. And she the only the, reason, yeah. And I actually only marks. knew
0: that and clocked it because I follow her on Instagram and she posted it and was like, silver's a woman of many trades. Or something
1: like that. Gotcha. Yeah. It
2: was, oh, that's it was funny. cool. She's uh she's got her fingers in a, a lot of different pots right now. It's, it's pretty really, crazy. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that. She just lets her like fang marks, like fly. It's like hickeys. And she's just letting everybody, like, say she like doesn't care. She's not ashamed at all. It's like, all right, fucking Silver, you do you.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that name. But
1: so do we want to get right into the memory walk? It's yeah. kind of cool how they did this scene because they did the memory walk while Tatiana and Victor yep. were doing their thing, which was also kind of like a spiritual look inward sort of event. Yep. And I, I guess we should just name it. The third trial was called the trial by reverie. Um, but yeah, let's go through the memory walk. It was, it was pretty simple. They get like a drop of blood on their tongue and they just lay there. And Silver says it's very important that you like talk it out while you're doing it. That just helps the memory come to the fore, or whatever. And we've really already recounted that night, I feel like. So they spent like four minutes on slowly them walking from the car to like dead rose, And I was like, we've already seen this. This isn't much of a reveal. Um, and then like in the last 15 seconds, they turn around and who was there, but the Strigoi Ozeras are, are on the scene, just like perusing to see if everyone's dead.
2: Question. Did you guys know that that was Strigoi Ozeras? Because I just saw this and I was like, oh, it's just a Strigoi. Now we know that like, it was a Stragoy attack. And then we got like the, the big name drop later. And I was like, okay, that. Later in the episode was the big reveal for me because so I was like, fuck, these are just, maybe I'm, um, but like, I can't, I'm racist <laughs> towards stragoys man. They all look the same to me. What I, was to say.
0: <laughs> I assumed it was them.
1: I, I assumed no it idea. was
0: them. Brian, what'd you think?
1: It was part assumption. And just being honest, there's not that many Asian people in this world, and they were Asian looking Strigoy. So I kind of made that connection.
0: Yeah. So besides the scene just being kind of a trip, I mean, can you imagine being Rose and Lyssa? So, well, Brian,
1: more more than that, it seems like the Ozeras are the only Strigoi that have their wits about them. And they weren't like freaking out. They were just calm, slick back hair, just like
0: looking like smart ass aliens.
1: Yes, they look more composed <laughs> than regular. So yeah. all of that supporting evidence, I was like, that's our guys.
0: So, Brian, you kind of like the way you said this is just four minutes of something we've already seen, and I totally agree with that. The way I looked at it was like you got to step into their shoes and and think like how fucking trippy and insane and really fucking sad it would be, especially if you're if you're Lissa, whose entire family died that day. And you and Rose, I mean, Rose was asked out. She doesn't remember a single thing. Rose. At least, I mean, Lisa at least remembered a little bit before Rose yeah. has not seen that. So watching your best friend like fucking revive you, you're dead as fuck and revive. Yeah. You, like, and hey, that's enough for me. And I love Alyssa and Rose friendship scene. And this obviously wasn't even enough for Rose to be like and lisa to be like, uh, oh, I love you. Rose yeah. broke up with her now in the twist of events. Yeah,
1: right. She
2: ended up pissed. breaking
0: up with Lissa. So
2: pissed. I was like, I was hoping, you know, after this episode, oh, they do the memory walk. They're going to be girls again. They're going to fight this together. And Rose is just was like, you know what? I just hate it here. Um, I'm so annoyed. Um, but yeah, like being Rose and looking down at your dead body, I can't even imagine how you begin to process that. So Insane. I guess I guess I can't blame her too much for, you know, having this, you know, crisis and, you know, cutting cutting everybody off and running away.
1: Yeah.
0: So like Brian said, this was cross cutting with the reveries that was happening. So the queen set like poses a single question, right? Is what it is. And the question is, what must a good ruler possess in order to rule their subjects? You get a flake of Vladdy's blood infused with elemental magic on the tongue. Nasty. And then you start hallucinating type of thing, <laughs> yep. go into an old memory and they need to answer it correctly. So Victor sees this scene of me and Sonia Young and the, and basically what it is, is like families, everything, how you treat your family, says everything about you are how who you are. I wish that we got to see Tatiana's. We did get a little bit that she tells Dimitri later, but I wanted to see what that bitch was thinking about and seeing fully.
1: So she said to Dimitri, I was expecting or hoping to see someone that I cherished and had lost, but I didn't was she alluding to that she saw Dimitri in that vision? Like you were the one that i lust after like it's it's tough not being able to have yeah. the things you want.
2: That's yeah, that's exactly what i was getting. She was like already starting her my manipulation. I don't mm-hmm. think it's true. I think she was just saying that to fuck with him and get revenge sex. Um but I, I was thinking that she saw Andre. That's what which, I was thinking, you know, too. She was banging Andre
0: mm-hmm.
2: just because, you know, why wouldn't that be the best moment of your life?
0: I wanted to go back to the pilot and see Andre's banging scene again with Tatiana, because if I recall and it was a long time ago and we knew nothing about nothing in the first 10 minutes of that episode. But I feel like they introduced themselves like,
2: yeah, you had that. no idea. Yeah. Afterwards, they finished, and then she was like, I'm Tatiana, by the way. Yeah, so, right. So this, if we're already here, if we're already at Dimitri and Tatiana banging, I was, like I'm saying, either complete denial that Dimitri went against Rose like this, or which I strongly believe that Tatiana's got some type of like elemental ability, whatever you want to call it, that can literally seduce like andre and seduce dimitri because like um. if uh if lissa can be whatever the, a, a messenger a user yeah, yeah i think i think the messenger part was the part mm. where she can like tell you what to do something like maybe there's something else some of the other ones some elementals but i'm like sure. hopefully she's just like seducing these dudes and not actually just like i don't know dimitri completely going against everything out of the blue like that's why i like can't accept 'Cause it came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah.
1: yeah. That would be a crazy twist. Even if Tatiana has like some sort of abilities that she's not letting people know about, that would be pretty cool.
2: And but yeah, we had that we theory sh- of her her and Andre. She got pregnant with Andre's kid and she was gonna try to force that into the, the bloodline. I think I think mm-hmm. that's out the window now. I think it's a little too late. So she would yeah, either have know, a kid but- or be showing or something
1: is worth mentioning Victor's reverie because the children were so adorable. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like little baby Mia and Sonia and Mia just being like this bully to Sonia. Just like Sonia's a baby and Victor <laughs> just being like, nah, she's not a baby. She's just not you, Mia. Um yeah. And the fact that that was like his core memory that you know was his reverie was pretty cool that he holds his daughters in that high esteem in his heart.
0: Well, it's interesting because Sonia was obviously an oddball from the start, right? Like she she was sensitive and whatever all the way back then. Didn't seem like anyone thought anything of Lissa for that long. Like she was just a normal girl until they were like, oh, she didn't place in any of these elemental like the four elements, so you know what I mean. It's like there wasn't yeah. anything off with Lissa besides the fact that she wasn't favoring one of the elements. But it seems like in that reverie that Sonia was obviously like a very different child than Mia and then other people, right? Like Victor's yeah. like we have to be sweet to her, okay? She's different, mm, like she's she's delicate.
2: <laughs> like she's we delicate. need to. Be, it's like all right, kind of like talking down to her when she's right here. But um, no, I was I was getting that too, and I couldn't tell if that was just like a, a side effect of being a spirit user of like you're you're just you know sensitive at a young age or if this was just Sonya just a kid a sensitive kid yeah. um but I honestly don't know and unless we get more young lists of backstory I don't I don't know if we'll ever see that.
0: Before we just finish our Dimitri thoughts let's just talk. So the answer was this obviously Victor wins and he says the ruler must possess nothing at all, must be and must be willing to give everything they have in the name of the dominion. And I was like, well, this feels like I don't like that. You know, his <laughs> husband's like, we're talking about this later. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? But I, leadership requires sacrifice for the greater good. He said, you must put your family above everything else. But then says the you can't have anything type deal. You gotta <laughs> put everything aside. It's like, dang it. You have kids.
2: Fuck. Yeah, definitely lost me in that speech for a second. I was like, wait, so you you had a memory of your family just to to realize that if you want to be a good leader, you need to possibly give them up. He was like talking about making a sacrifice for the greater good. And I was like, I don't know, man. Sounds kind of tyranny when you say it like that
1: but I'm sure he he has all good intentions. He says that a Marui, any Marui of integrity has to put the family first, but like the ruler, the, the one person in the world who is the ruler does not have that luxury. It's a unique situation where they can't have anything that they would place above the dominion. So from that perspective, I, I think it was a, it was the correct answer. And having the memory of his kids would have him acknowledge, damn, these girls are my weakness. And if I want to be a ruler, I need to be able to put them in the back seat for the dominion. And, you know, it kind of comes full circle when he is presented with Sonya as a stragoy now.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> But before we get there, yeah. let's just talk about the bang of it all, you know? So, what are our final thoughts on Tatiana and Dimitri? I mean, the, the the Twitter was popping off. It was making me fucking laugh. People were screaming, throwing shit at their TVs. It really was brutal. Um,
2: yeah, I was I nauseous. Had,
0: I, was, I was like just... seeing it coming, though, because of all the bad tweets. I was like, I just know he's going to do something bad. I don't think it's he can't come back from this, though. I thought he was going to do something that's like shit. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
2: Like, he has said, I just do what I'm told. And I was, hey, Tatiana told me to bang her. What am I supposed to do? Not yeah. stick by my guns? So, I don't know. I just, I wanted to puke when I saw it. It was gross. Um, Kind of felt it building, like you were saying, when she was talking about the vision, when he goes to apologize to her. And he's like, oh, I'm moving, to. I'm trying to go to a different, like, sector. And it's like... Shut up, dude. You got punched by a girl a lot. Like it's totally fine. She's a badass. Don't worry about it. Um, and I swear he got like seduced in that 10 seconds. She was spraying some pheromone or doing something with her elemental magic. That just <laughs> makes him think with his wang. Because I I don't I have no idea why he would ever do that. It's not like they're flirting before, it's not yeah. like they had even communication before. He was like, Hey, fuck you, you don't like the Ampere. So He's got to be seduced.
0: And he lost the match. So, like, he was apologizing in the moment, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he's know. he also said that he requested to be assigned to a different province. So I wonder if he goes through with that. And maybe we have a couple episodes where he's just, like, in a different location. I also thought it was funny oh, um, that. that he Tatiana puts together. Hey, you're in love with that girl, Rose. And it's impressive that you are just completely leaving her behind if the elements are to be believed you would make a great king because that's what like victor just said a good ruler has to do um and that's really what just fucking sparks it
0: i think that i felt okay about it as well because I'm we're not book readers, right? And from the beginning, I was like, I love Mason and I love Dimitri. Flip a coin and I'm happy. And Rose right. ends up kissing Mason later. She says, I need to get the fuck out of here. And he says and she asks if he'll come. And all of his dreams came true. How can yeah. I be that bad when my boy is having the best day of his life? You know, it's <laughs> like I can kind of forget and be pissed about Dimitri, but be more happy that Mason got the smooch of a lifetime, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean I love
2: that. I love that too for Mason, but at the same time, like Rose, they're using this dude a little bit. Totally.
1: Totally. I was just gonna say he is a hundred percent the second choice, and she knew that she could just go right back to him. So I feel like he's getting played. Yeah, that's true. And she's probably <laughs> like the way this is going, Rose is going to go back to Dimitri, right? Uh yeah. They're gonna just be apart for a while. 5%. They are still like the main ship, so like Mason's just gonna get ticked over again. And I don't just, wanna see that.
2: Just what reverse Mason, Mormon, like both of them and Rose. I'll all, all date, all marry each other. Three word marriage.
0: What if Mason dies for Rose and then we get get you a girl can that uh, can have both? Bro. I'm not trying to kill off Mason in order I just don't want no, to, just
2: have to have that work perfectly.
0: Ending. <laughs> you want him to die heroically, and then she's depressed, and then Dimitri picks her up off the floor.
1: No, nah, because then I like how I like how you're saying you you're rooting for a happy ending, and that involves Mason's death.
0: He doesn't know that he didn't have a happy ending. Like it, it the, the blow came from behind. He had no idea it was coming. And then so he died in <laughs> love with Rose happy, and she was in love with him too. And then he died, and then she grieves for a long time, but then Dimitri picks out the pieces, and that book just writes itself.
2: I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the next scene that we have <laughs> is Rose breaking up with Lissa in a yeah. crazy genre-bending role reversal from last episode. Um <laughs> and I think it's dumb. How how can you end of last episode have your entire soul crushed by this news that Lyssa doesn't want you to be her guardian anymore? And then like 24 hours later, just be like, actually, Lissa, now that you want back in, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs>
0: Did she want back in, or did she just want to be besties again? Because Lissa's original proposal was, "Let's, I, you don't, I don't want you to be my guardian, but you're still my best friend and soulmate." Like, you know, I don't know if she wanted back in. I think Rose was like, "If we, if we're not fully in, then fuck you. I gotta just go my own way." Type deal. Like it's it's all or nothing for Rose. I feel and Lissa upset her deeply. And I think that wound is still gaping, you know, like I think she's like, wow, that's uh, is her like one true love soulmate, Mm. even if it's just platonic. It's it's true. And when the friend is like, sorry, especially they made plans their whole life to get the fuck out of there, to be amongst the humans, to go travel the world, to do other things. So all of that came crashing down in a mere eight episodes. So it's I don't blame her.
2: Just like so on the train, like we didn't see Lissa use her spirit uh, power at all, like this episode. And like, even though she quote unquote broke off the relationship with Rose and they're spending time apart from each other, like if Lissa uses her power, Rose is still probably going to get the darkness, right? Yeah, like, the, I, I feel like the connection's already made, so it's like, why are you guys pushing each other away? Yeah, 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 the line is crossed. Why don't you just grind it out that together? So, yep,
1: yeah. I did like the acknowledgement. It happened twice when Dimitri was going on a jog with Rose earlier. He was just like, Look, you were raised by the Dragomirs who essentially raised you to believe that damn peers are no different from Mar- Maroy. And I wish I had that upbringing, but I didn't. All I have is this faith. And Rose kind of like reiterates it in this conversation with Lissa, where she's just like, Look, we're getting to an age where we can no longer pretend that me being a damn Pierre and you being a Maroi yeah. isn't an issue. And I think it's time for us to just start acting like what our place in this world is and find our own way together rather than just pretending we can be best friends and nothing will go wrong. So that was like Bad. mature of her, I guess they should still in, be best friends though. And I'm pissed
0: in the first two episodes. I feel like it was two episodes when they had that, like, really corny opening, if you recall, of them being like two best friends come together, Dampier and Marroy. Like, I feel like it actually was multiple episodes. I don't think it was just the one. I, I actually didn't even remember that it went away, but it was hilarious. But they're like two unlikely best friends change the world. <laughs> And yeah. So they're still well, going to come together and do the thing. It was also eventually.
1: helpful because in the opening credits, they had like definitions of things that were relevant to the episode. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. They defined Moroy, I think, and Stragoy and shit. So it was <laughs> yeah. very helpful as we were just learning the world. But yeah, yeah I kind of forgot yeah. about the opening sequence too.
0: But here's a cool scene. Okay. So Christian's fake mommy, the feeder, whose actual name is Diane. Diane. I thought it was Diana. Diane. Finally catches up with the audience knowing that she's a sketch bag. Right. I mean, finally, we knew she was a sketch bag, yeah. which sucks for him. So we, that's the inside man. We find out, um, which is just a quick little scene, but
1: still not confirmed. But like, yeah, yeah I guess.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. We knew she was sketchy from the get-go. We are talking about her last episode, specifically yeah. when they're like walking out to the front gate together and he's just pouring his heart and soul out to this microwave oven meal that he was just about to eat. So, so, yeah, I don't know. It definitely makes total sense to me.
0: And while you say the microwave oven meal, there is a scene where Victor is just kind of like at a dinner table. There's like candles and everything and just a human on the table or like a whatever feeder. And it's so (laughs) funny. It really was as if it was a meal. Like he was just like, He's like, I'm not hungry. Of, he obviously didn't say that, <laughs> yeah. but it felt very like there was yeah. a, a cheeseburger in front of him. Yeah. But it, stabbing
2: it, him, and he's like, "Stop playing with your food." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I yeah that that made it seem like oh, like these people aren't even people. They're literally food for us. Like they're we they are ants, and we are gods. I was like, "All right, bro," I'm making them lay down on the table like that.
0: I know, really though,
1: and. I guess this scene with the theater leads us into Christian talking to Lissa in that greenhouse room, yeah. I guess. Um, and this was like an emotionally charged scene. Um, mm-hmm. Cause Lissa was just like, Hey Christian, we did the memory walk. Your parents were there. And Christian is obviously overwhelmed by this information, which he was probably thinking may have been a possibility, but to have it confirmed, he was just Fuck. like, yeah. he was very upset by this. He probably felt like it, will ruin his relationship with lissa so i feel for him there um and he just doesn't know what to say but lissa is pretty reassuring says like your parents aren't you you can't be held accountable for the choices they made you yourself are a good guy but then she goes on to say like when i envisioned myself getting married i wanted to be happy and have laughter and music and stuff but when i look at you because of your parents like all i see is just like pain and anger and rage um so I guess it was just an acknowledgement. She has to work through that. But like she walks away and then goes back and gives him like a very passionate kiss and then leaves for good. So was yeah. that like a hey, we good, but like mm. don't turn stragoy, or was that a <laughs> goodbye kiss? I
2: was uh taking that as I want to be with you. I just can't be with you right now. Yes. Just cause yeah. I just like like you said, like every time he she looks at his face. She's going to see her dead parents. So like, I think she needs to work through that stuff first. Like exactly like she said, text.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pain and rage. It's all she sees. So she needs to bit. it, but she wants to party when she gets with Christian. She wants to be able to fucking party
2: flames and not to, everywhere, and not
0: be pissed.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just like
0: the Meroy yeah. do. They like to fucking party. So. <laughs> but I mean, I we already talked about Mason and Rose. So this is the real yeah. end scene. I mean, Vic and family are celebrating the wow, win. Yeah. And per custom, as the queen says, Tatiana must give a gift, and that gift is a feral Sonia, which was oh my god, it was so good. I was I got spoiled. Like Janetta and other people were like posted the picture of her being a boy. so I knew because yeah. I just like to be fair, I waited like it came out on Thursday, I didn't watch till Sunday. So To be fair, but I was so pumped. To be fair. I was so (laughs) pumped to see her as the Strigoi in the episode, and I was so upset. It was the last second because I wanted more. And genetic girl, I hope you're one of the sentient ones eventually. It doesn't seem like it though. You see, yeah, pissed. she
1: looked pretty cray. <laughs> I was pissed. hoping she would be saved by like her spirit user abilities, and it would make her like a super Strigoi. But she looked pretty, pretty damn regular as far as Strigoi go. She was feral, crazy, um, and I do have to point out the irony the queen was just like it's customary for the runner up to present a gift to the victor and the victor's name in this scenario was victor the victor so like (laughs) i was just like "Oh, oh man it was meant to be and yeah this was a crazy mic drop moment tatiana backed into a corner this is like her last card to play i'm sure she's just trying to tarnish the name of Victor and the family he comes from and just be like you can't accept this guy as a ruler give it to me instead. So I'm wondering if there's even a discussion to be had by the council um if this is like too irresponsible to look the other way about or
2: like is the line already crossed like the trials are done like is is it is Victor in there um are they going to be like fuck this like the queen has to rule for a little bit longer while we sort all this out I, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just literally just Tatiana throwing a fit, like, because she just lost. And now she doesn't like, uh, basically, I don't know if this could get her back onto the throne if it's too late, but I could definitely see people being like, yeah, this Victor dude should not be here anymore.
0: What if she marries Dimitri? I'll puke she says you'll make a great king and she was already planning in that point in that scene with Dimitri you can tell that she was not accepting like failure that she lost you could tell she had like a something about her you know like the way she said like you could be a great king makes it seem like oh fuck she still thinks something you know what I mean so I don't know and then that is not a prediction that is my worst nightmare
2: (laughs) yeah I'll be sick yeah fucking insane like Is what? Is Sonya, (laughs) like like you're saying, she's not done, right? Like, she's still got much, I feel like she's still got, like, a huge part to play. I want to see if she, like, is actually sentient, like you're saying, but, like, her face was pressed up against the glass. Like, she was screaming and shit. She looked pretty beat, but, like, I I I wonder if there's a process to slowly regain some humanity or or vampanity. I guess. I don't know. Maybe like
0: a blood (laughs) infusion. I don't know.
2: I have no idea, but like, I feel like she can't be done. I feel like she's got some more lines, hopefully, because she's awesome.
0: Yeah. And that's the episode. So any final thoughts, any predictions other than nightmares?
1: I'm super excited for like where we start the next episode and how, the Queen reacts to see how everybody reacts to seeing the Strigoi Sonya, really, and what the repercussions are for our boy, Victor. Victor's oh, yeah. down bad right now. He's he, ba- really he was is. trying to keep that lie going, and it just all blew up in his face. I'm kind of expecting Tatiana to try and finagle her way back in there and say he's not fit to be ruler.
0: Victor's had a tough couple so, weeks. He keeps like almost dying. His yeah. daughter killed someone. He then won, but now lost, basically. Tough his couple weeks daughter...
2: His other daughter's probably going to hate him now that he, she didn't tell Mia that, you know, her sister wants to go
0: Yeah, they were horrified. Holy shit. Could you imagine?
2: Yeah. That was yeah. Your daughter. Anyway,
0: great episode. And that's the episode.
2: So I remember when Sonya was happy with Mikhail back in I the know. day? Look at us now,
1: like a few episodes The good later. times. Yeah. I was happy then, too.
0: Yeah. Okay. so (laughs) so I remember when I was happy. Um, Eight episodes, lots of twists and turns. Next week, we'll be back with episode nine of Vampire Academy. We're so excited. If you like what you heard, go listen to the many other shows we have covered and are certainly covering right now. I don't know where that was going. (laughs) Midnight Club, House of the Dragon, Rick and Morty. Again, we've got insane range. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those are all over the place, but we've covered all of your favorite sci-fi shows. If you would like want to suggest a show for us to cover. Let us know after these. We're going to have a little bit of a lull, I think. So roll the dice on what, what fun show we'll cover next. But um, go, f- go listen on Spotify, Apple podcasts. I'm fucking this one up. You got it. You love us. We're binged on TV and thanks for listening.
1: Boom.
0: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.